Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to Lockdown Beers and Rugby Chat. I think it's our 56th show now uh, in, uh, in lockdown. So helping you get through lockdown. And boy, oh boy, it's taking a little while, isn't it? So please, folks, do uh, buy by the rules and uh, get um, vaccinated. And um, for me, it's a new beer today, folks. <gasps> yes, it's a Moa Brewing a Dry Hopped Pilsner, splashed out $4 more than uh, my normal can of 12. Um, so uh, not too bad. Um, not, not too bad a deal. And, uh, you know, I didn't manage to do it quite right because Stephen was taking a drink. I thought I'd bring him on. on and... <laughs> How are you doing, sir? Yeah, very good. Thank you, Paul. Oh, obviously you've um, you've really stretched your budget today, mate. Absolutely. I tell you, look, an extra four dollars across twelve cans. It it, uh, it 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 adds up, you know. Um, the uh, so, folks, you you might have noticed that yesterday I had an advert slot on the uh, show um, with um, uh, basically of a uh, Shalike, um stables that uh, is up for sale um, on Trade Me. And I'm happy to say we have a bid on it. So fantastic. Yay, I've sold it, um, which is great. Um, look, uh, bids are open until Monday evening at uh, 7 p.m. So, uh, look, this is a new venture that myself and a, a mate are trying to do, uh, selling um, uh, toy stables, basically. Um, so go check that out. Uh, links and stuff on, on Twitter, blah, blah, blah. Um, 20 seconds or yeah, 20 seconds until five o'clock. And that's when we can crack open those beers. I guess you're not on the beer there. You're on a, are you on a coffee at this late stage or tea? I'm, I'm actually on a coffee, believe it or not. Wow. I've had a pr- pretty busy day and I just needed a bit of a, a fix, a late afternoon fix. A bit of a pick me up. Um, lots of news today, folks, which we will be getting into straight after five o'clock. But uh, 8, 59, 60. That is five o'clock. Crack open that beer. Turn off that work email, folks, um, and start winding down for the evening that uh, is my uh, order oh, for you listen to listen to that sound listen oh. to that sound there you go um done purely for the podcast people obviously don't forget folks you can uh, listen to the recording on the podcast or it goes out live uh, on facebook youtube and twitter and you can join in the live chat on uh, facebook and youtube um look stuff we're going to tell you through today morning pacifica fiji and drua i've um, got some black ferns news uh, bay of plenty versus northland games being rescheduled and there's a head impact study that's coming out. Um, the uh, Blues have offered some contract extensions to four players. Um, we had a Welsh player come down with COVID. 
Um, and there's also some Wallabies withdrawal news as well. So, boy, oh boy, it's a busy one today. Um, and uh, let's uh, crack on then. So after the show yesterday, uh, the Fijian Drua came out and announced um, uh, four new, uh, sorry, not four, um, six or seven, uh, seven players um, have been added to their squad. That takes them um, up to, um, I think it's 34 players um, now, uh, just a handful yes left to um, uh, to announce uh, there. So look, they're on, on their way. Uh, they've already uh, announced a uh, sponsorship thing with uh, the Fijian Tourism Board, obviously. Um, and they've also announced today that uh, New Balance will be making their apparel, um, which is um, good to see, um, as well as a new logo that came out recently. So look, it's all coming together um, for the Fijian Drua. Uh, and one of the good things is that it is New Balance. It's not Nike. Now, the reason I say that is Nike are the sponsors of the of um, Fiji Rugby. Um, and therefore, it shows that there is a bit of separation between the Fiji and Drua and Fiji Rugby. And we do want to see that, that it is its own entity. Obviously, issues with Fiji Rugby um, and corruption over the years. So good to see uh, that uh, that's um, in place there. Uh, but um, we went through the players on the Driving More show last night. But Stephen... Your thoughts on how uh, the Fiji and Drua are um, sort of building and, and announcing their squads? Yeah, they're, they're almost there. Is there anything like uh, Moana Pacifica who's putting, I think, uh, 38 players together? So I, 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 I'm suspecting a very similar size uh, squad at this time. I was also intrigued to actually see um, Viliami Rarosia, who's the county's Monaco lock, uh, had been signed by the uh, Drua. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's an interesting one for me, a very ex experienced NPC player. But I I originally thought he might have been set down for the uh, Moana Pacifica. But, hey, great to see he's gone back to his roots. Yeah, and um, also they've also got those 34 players. They've also got some um, Ali Veretti, uh, Veti Kunai, um, who is uh, part of the Fijian uh, Sevens, but uh, he'll be part of the wider setup with the expectation that he'll be going through rehab next year um, and be available for 2023. So um, that's good to see as well. So an extra player there, if depending on how quickly he recovers um, from his um, from his injuries. Uh, but uh, good to see that players who are out long term now have got somewhere where they can rehab uh, and be and be looked after mm. um, as well. So great to see that. Uh, the Fiji and Drua being used in that way, um, or the Fiji and Drua, sorry, being used in that way um, as well. So I'm really, really pleased uh, to see that kind of announcement there. Um, the um, As uh, Stephen plays around with uh, his lighting and cameras and stuff, hopefully, <laughs> uh, we, we have ordered a new camera for Stephen, so hopefully that will eventually turn up and uh, we'll have to get a better, better um, picture. And it also comes with microphones, so hopefully better sound as well for him um, going forward. Uh, Moana Pacifica then, I think they pulled a bit of a fast one today. Um, I, was, I wasn't I was expecting to see this name come up for them. Um, to me, this is their fourth non-eligible player now uh, for um, Tonga, Samoa or the Cook Islands in um, Tumiosi uh, Tavatavanawai, uh, the winger down in Tasman, the uh, Fijian player. Um, look, a, a cracking uh, signing. He's been obviously... Uh, has, has, has been playing very well in the MPC, uh, and I think we all we all knew he'd turn up somewhere in Super Rugby, didn't we? Yes, you know, Paul, <clears throat> absolutely brilliant pick up. I think I described him as as box office, and I think that's what he will be. He will be worth the price of admission. Twenty three years old, he will be twenty four in uh, February of uh, next year. But uh, 
anybody who can recall his game against Hawks Bay in the NPC where he almost single-handedly kept, I thought, Tasman in the game, especially with his aerial skills. In fact, they, listening to his um, coach on Sins Radio this afternoon, where you've done a little bit of work, Paul, uh, listening to, to James Marshall, um, he was really surprised. It was a part of uh, of Tawhatawha Nawai's game that they hadn't seen up until the Hawks Bay game, that how, how good he was in the air. And he basically... Uh, it's just basically the situations he got himself into. You know, there were two or three times I thought to myself, he had no right to catch that that high ball, but he had glue on his hands that particular day. And listening into uh, James Marshall, um, ever since then, he seems to have taken that aspect of his game to another level. So we'll probably get another look at it this weekend when they front up against uh, their uh, brothers, their Crusaders brothers, the Canterbury team. On the, on the weekend, so we'll get another look at him again, but you'll get a good look if you're around near Mount Smart um, next year, Paul. Great pickup. Yeah, absolutely. And look, I think what this shows also is, look, he could have based his game around what he's good at. That's the most powerful runner scoring in the corner. And he could, have, he could have ignored the rest of his game entirely and still made a career out of just doing that. He's that good at that. Um, what's really great to see is that he hasn't done that. He's realised that if he, if that some, um, he could be a better player if he works his all-round game. Uh, and that shows some real good smarts, um, some uh, a good work ethic. Uh, and and as a lot of, there's, there's a lot of positive things there, not just about the fact that, yes, he can catch a ball, a high ball, which is obviously a, a positive, but the, the stuff it tells you about his character uh, and about how much this means to him uh, is, uh, is is way more important than that. And um, look, look set, sets him up to be, yeah, a player that we that I think we'll see for many years to come. Um, so, uh, so great to see that. I say a bit of a shame he's not gone to the Fijian Drua that he has gone to one in Pacifica. Uh, as you said in our, um, in our in our chat, that that shows you that he's probably thinking of an All Blacks jersey um, rather than a white Fijian rugby jersey. Uh, so, um, but uh, and, and yes, let's be blunt, he is he <laughs> he's he's on track for that. So. Um, Cracking signing for them. Good to see he's got it. He's, he's, he's in Super Rugby, uh, and um, but uh, with that now being their fourth um, signing, along with um, Skopa Kepu, Christian Aliliofano, Lincoln McClutchy, um, the other three, uh, that only leaves one more slot open, I believe, for non uh, Tongan Samoan and uh, Cook Island players. Um, so uh, will be interesting to see where that's going to be. We still haven't had a hooker named. We've only got one prop. We've only got three locks. Um, so that front five uh, is where we really need to see a few more um, announcements over the next coming days. I expect that uh, Moana Pacifica will keep drip feeding us between one and three players a day um, over the next couple of weeks. Uh, I, I like how they've been doing that. It's at two o'clock every day. You know it's coming. It gives people something to talk about. It keeps them in the news cycle. Uh, that's, uh, it's, yeah, they're, they're doing it the right way. Um, from yeah. from that point of view, yeah, got to got to agree with you, Paul. Initially, I thought it was the wrong idea, but you know, you only have to look on the social network and the the uh, the amount of interaction that they're getting with the public. And I think this is slowly becoming everybody's maybe second favourite side. But if you live here in, in Auckland, boy, you you know, in the 09, you've got you've got the choices of two sides. Just just in terms of players to wrap up, that's the twenty first player that they've selected. So we're looking at another seventeen, Paul, as you say. 
at this stage, no hookers. You'd expect them to pick three hookers. You'd expect at least five to six props. They've only picked one so far. So still a little bit of work to do there. And, of course, just the one halfback selected, another two halfbacks, and I think the rest will probably come from maybe another first five or else um, we're looking at another six, or after today, about another five outside backs. Of course, you've got the likes of uh, Leturu Lalala from Counties Monaco, who can pay, play both fullback, <clears throat> excuse me, fullback and first five. Inter- interestingly enough, I um, had an interesting conversation today in and around um, Kevin Senior, who's involved with the uh, Moana Pacifica, and apparently he's been a real, real big part in terms of mapping together a group of players, a little bit like what we did, Paul, when we originally stuck a, li- a, a list together here, right, on um, NZ Sport Radio. It only seems like, what, two or three months back, I recall. Now, apparently, Moana Pacifica did this, put a list together about two or three years ago, but obviously there were a few other things to come together, like getting the license, etc. And you know, once they got that on course, then they were able to basically whittle it Whittle players down and work out what they've gone, but they've done a lot of uh, smart homework by <clears throat> getting in touch um, with contacts in various centres around New Zealand, getting feedback on certain players. We would have seen a couple of locks that were released the other day that we'd never really, really heard of, but apparently these uh, two boys um, are very, very good athletes. So there's a lot of due diligence that's gone on, Paul. It's not a case of last man standing. They actually want to get some guys who can not only turn into very good athletes, but very good professional players, more importantly, be competitive at super level. Yep. And the, and look, the it's going to take them some time. Let's be honest with you. The, the, the Fijian draw are already in pre-season. Uh, we know that these guys are not going to be able to get together probably this year, or if they do, it will be just purely for kind of things like... Um, uh, uh, um, what I'm about um, outfit fittings and, and sort of uh, get, getting that kind of stuff because they need an off season. Um, they can't play straight through, uh, and so they are going to need an off season after the end of the uh, the Bellings MPC, which will take them up to basically Christmas New Year um, from uh, from that point of view. So um, yeah, so far um, so good that we're seeing from the from, from both these teams, and um, good to hear that whilst uh, that these these numbers. Well, there has been work on these things for a number of years um, behind the scenes, even with. Uh, but uh, one of the things with that is it has been all done by volunteers so far. Um, let's be honest, they've not had any cash yet to pay people. Um, so it does show you the amount of um, goodwill that the, there is for this. Uh, good to see Simon and uh, Joshua both in the uh, live chat. Don't forget, folks, you can join us on Facebook, YouTube and uh, Twitter. Uh, if you're on Twitter, you can only reply on tweets. Unfortunately, they've removed the commenting ability. Um, Joshua Scott says, uh, looks like Quaid has been forced out of the tour. Uh, I think Australia will now go the IRB to enforce eligibility rules from now on. Uh, look, we'll see about whether they do that or not. Australia, Rugby Australia um, wants to play nice with the uh, Japanese clubs. Um, we've seen that, uh, obviously, Hooper head over there on a sabbatical. We've seen Bowden Barrett do it as well. I think um, that uh, the, uh, say, Rugby Australia and... Um, New Zealand rugby, they, neither of them want to end up in some sort of battle or fight with the, with the Japanese clubs. They want to work with them, not against them. So, um, yes, we know that Karevi and McMahon um, have both had to pull out of the tour. Quaid is, uh, from what I understand, not officially out yet. Um, but uh, as Joshua says, uh, all of the rumours on Twitter are that he isn't going. So we'll just have to wait and see 
um, about that one. It does mean that they just have James O'Connor and um, uh, Hodge as the only two fly halves, which is, let's be honest, bloody thin <laughs> for that um, for that squad. Um, and we'll just have to see how that uh, how that pans out. Let's hope neither of those two get injured. Um, otherwise, Dave Rennie could be in for a bit of trouble um, with uh, the this uh, November tour uh, that they've got going on. Um, moving on then, and you mentioned it briefly uh, the about the MPC. Uh, so yes, folks, this weekend coming up, we've got uh, Canterbury versus Tasman on Friday night, um, which will be a cracker. Uh, Tasman obviously going into that one as favourites. On uh, Saturday, Southland versus Northland. Bay of Plenty versus Waikato at um, that's 4.35 kickoff. I'll be at that game on Saturday bringing you post-match interviews, so don't forget to follow us um, for uh, that one. Um, and then Manawa 2, Hawks Bay. The uh, Sunday game is Otago versus Wellington. And then, folks, we have uh, Bay of Plenty versus Northland on Wednesday, the 3rd of November. This is the postponed game from last weekend due to Sean Wainui's funeral. Um, or Sorry, sorry I, I can't remember what the, uh, the, the culturally appropriate net word is. Um, for that. Um, uh, so that game, I say, is, is on Wednesday, the 3rd of November in Rotorua. So I will be at that game as well, folks. Bring your post-match interviews from that game as well. So um, just um, three more games for me to get to um, with Waikato versus Otago on the final weekend. I'll also be at as well. So um, those are, that's what's happening this weekend. Um and uh, yeah, look, I mean, that Wednesday game for Bay of Plenty versus Northland, kind of what they had to do, um, Stephen. Yeah, listen, first of all, congratulations to to both unions for coming up with a, with a solution, but also full credit to Southland for allowing that game to be moved to Saturday. That just gives a Northland an extra day of obviously travel and and uh, and also some recoup. I would imagine they will probably fly maybe directly to, to Tauranga on the Sunday, and that just gives them a couple of days to uh, prepare for that Bay of Plenty game. Um, but of course, uh, I think this Northland team, they'll be wanting to go to, to Invercargill and, and, and do the job. Uh, on the upside, uh, Tom Robinson is uh, returning to the Northland playing 23 for that game against Southland on uh, Saturday. Now, this is by his own choice. He's met all the uh, protocols. Originally, there was talk that he wasn't going to play again in the 2021 season, but he's made a conscious decision to make himself... Uh, available. He obviously realises that's an important game for the Tanifa. A win will pretty much lock them in for a uh, semi-final in the championship division. A loss, and boy, you've got to turn around and be a beat Bay of Plenty uh, three days later, which will be a very, very tough ask. Yeah, because their final game is a non-competitive game against Hawke's Bay, uh, down in Hawke's Bay, which is where the Ranfurly Shield is not on the line. I think that's wrong, folks. I think it's a home game for... for, for um, Hawks Bay, so, so it should be around Philly Shield game, but it won't be. Um, they've uh, they've not listened to me, unfortunately. Uh, so uh, so yeah, so that's so yeah, they've only got two games um, left. Currently, they're on ten points, and Southland are on eight points. Uh, they're fighting it out for that final place in the playoffs. Um, Taranaki and Manawatu are pretty much. Uh, Taranaki will, will finish top. Manawatu um, is um, looking. Um, like they, uh, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll take that second spot. Um, so it looks like they'll host the uh, semi-finals, which means I, I, sorry, I won't be able to get to any of these, any of those. Currently in the Premiership, obviously Hawks Bay top there. And so uh, that looks like one semi-final down in Nelson, um, and then you've got uh, Wellington 
uh, and Tasman and uh, fighting out really with the Waikato a little way off with an outside chance of getting in there um, for that uh, second spot. So again, the only only chance I will have of making a semi-final is if Waikato um, can win their remaining games, um, which are against uh, Bay of Plenty and Otago. So it's it's doable by Waikato, um, but uh, they also require other other games to, to other results to go their way. So looks like no no uh, no finals footy for me, Stephen. Um, which uh, obviously leaves me crying in the corner um, on uh, on that one. I was going to say, unless you want to do a road trip. Well, I'd love to do a road trip, but I'm uh, so yeah. Budget, budgets don't um, don't unfortunately <laughs> reach to that unless somebody would like to um, uh, sponsor yeah. the uh, New Zealand Sports Radio to head to one of these games. Um, um, particularly, I would love to get down to that Nelson that Nelson and uh, see a Hawk, the Hawks Bay final. That would be fantastic. Um, so um, or semi final. So if anyone fancies, yeah, um, carpooling with me or, uh, or or even uh, or even just paying for my petrol, um, I'll just sleep in the car overnight, folks. Uh, so um, uh, I don't even need a. Uh, I might be a bit smelly um, for the post-match interviews, but I'll be. Uh, um, but, but but hey, uh, it's uh, it needs must, um, as they say. He, he does. He doesn't smell too bad. I've travelled with him. He's okay. Well, that's when I've had showers. I had to to stay, right? Yeah. If, I'm, if, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm sleeping in my car, then it's a little bit different. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah, whack the old sleeping bag, put down the back seats, and uh, and crash in the car. That's what we. That's what we have to do. Um. Uh, anyway, uh, Joshua is asking, yeah, key selection for Otago. Who's going to replace Dylan Nell? Ooh, that that is a good. Uh... I would probably have to go through the squad and have a look. Now, is uh, Dylan Nell injured at the minute? I'm not sure why that is, unless he's one of these players who's um, had to head overseas. Um, I'm not sure what's going on there. Joshua Scott, yeah, Paul Baines, the hitchhiker, road documentary for New Zealand Sport Radio. Well, yes. <laughs> if New Zealand Sport Radio had any more than $180 a month income, um, then uh, perhaps we could pay for me to go down, but uh, unfortunately they were not there yet. Um, the... Um, uh, the uh, seems saying that uh, a level system change for Waikato might be needed. No, I think Waikato, well, Waikato are based in Tauranga uh, and they'll play their games in Rotorua if um, it doesn't open up and they can get can't get back into um, Hamilton. Uh, Dylan Nell is, is Japan bound. Thank you, Joshua. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does, they charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm on that one. Um, anyway, We'll move on from that, and sorry, and uh, look, we'll look forward to the the MPC games later in the week. Um, Paul, I just, uh, Paul, if I can just interject, anybody who who is 
<clears throat> looking for some stats, there's, there is a, uh, a website, which is the uh, NPC, uh, Bunnings NPC Provincial Rugby web- website. Now, if you lock onto that and go on to media information, the media information has all 14 sides, beg your pardon, 12 sides. I think there's only two sides that actually don't show up on that uh, particular media guide, Counties Monaco and Southland. And you can go through all, all the squads and that just gives you an insight of uh, each roster in each squad. So that's that's quite interesting as well. So that'll give you that information. Joshua, if you w- want to see who their next cabs off the rink are in the Otago squad. Cool. Um, the uh, Jamie Wall has done a good article on RNZ, on the RNZ website, um, looking at... Um, uh, the uh, Black Ferns and says, uh, what does success look like for the women's rugby? Well, for first off, um, some actual media coverage would be nice because I didn't realise until I read his article that this is the Black Ferns' 100th test match this weekend against England. And that is a massive um, milestone for the Black Ferns. And there has been zero to no media coverage or splash about the fact that it, it is the 100th um, uh, game test match for them. Um, New Zealand rugby, get off your ass, basically. Um, but um, so ma- so massive thing there. When you consider, uh, we're talking about how the it's, it's kind of how many All Blacks have played a hundred tests. No, it's not just like one of them has. So there's multiple All Blacks who have played more games than the entire Blackfern team has ever. Um, so uh, look, we do need more test matches for the for the Blackferns. Um, and uh, good to see they got four this week. Um, uh, this, uh, this, this uh, against um, two against England, two against France coming up over the next few weekends. Um, one of the things that uh, is in that article where um, Jamie Wall has reached out to the head of um, women's rugby uh, at New Zealand Rugby, Kate Sexton, who unfortunately uh, look, look, she is leaving the role uh, and uh, moving on to something else. And so someone else is going to come in, but. Um, he asked the question is what does success for um, Super Rugby um, Opeki um, look like, which is the women's uh, competition. Um, and she says, first and foremost, next year, Opeki is an opportunity for players to put their hand up for the World Cup. Beyond that, it's a stepping stone for players coming out of FPC. There's some dot, dot, dot. As the game progresses, the gap will widen between those playing international and amateur game. Uh, having 112 playing for Opeki, uh, makes it easier to have that base to select from. So immediately, we haven't even had the competition start yet, and it's basically we're basically getting told this competition is not a competition about itself. This is about pairing players for the Black Ferns. And you're kind of like, seriously, have you? Do, do you not see any issues with the way that the men's game is set up? The answer is clearly no, because they are um, just copying it basically, um, like for like, the men's game and saying, yeah, let's do that. Uh, and really, the uh, having everything based around the Black Ferns, um, look, we want the Black Ferns to be successful, don't get me wrong. But to say that this competition is purely about developing players for the Black Ferns, I think diminishes the competition before it even starts, Stephen. Yeah, very much. I, I guess all we can say, at least they've been up, up front about it. It obviously brings all the best players together. If we look around the Farrah Palmer, Farrah Palmer Cup, we, we know that there's probably 
you know, obviously Auckland weren't playing this year, counties Monaco, this, and if you count the two that played in the final, there's probably about half a dozen really good teams on a given day that are competitive against each other, where some of the other sides, I think that they're probably behind the, the eight ball in, in terms of conditioning. I, I, I mean that very respectfully, Paul, and just probably not having the, the quality. Now, that might come back to to the state of your, your club competition, etc. But yeah, no, no, no question. This is they've just used this really as an opportunity to kind of being a bit lazy in my opinion, getting your best 118 players or so, uh, so to, together without having to look around too hard. Um, it's as simple as that. I mean, so it's, off, 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 it's always been quizzed in and around uh, super rugby. That's just a, almost like a trial for all black rugby. And in some cases it is because really how many players come through the NP system and then crack an all black side, not often, mostly super rugby players. Yeah, um, but yeah, but to, to to say, I mean, there's nothing like nothing in there about kind of like, oh yes, we uh, want to have X number of people have to have watched it to have this or this or whatever. Nothing about actually the tournament itself being successful. It's mm-hmm. purely about producing players or something else, which is just mm-hmm. I, I, which is sad to me. Um, anyway, so um, look, uh, it, it 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 is what it is. It's it's a real good article by Jamie Wall. So head over to RNZ dot uh, and have a read of that one um, where he talks about it. But I mean, I've obviously talked to uh, quite a few of the Farrah Palmer Cup um, head coaches. And look, yes, more players are playing the game in the women's game. But um, the uh, 10 times that, as, as Jamie Wall says, play netball. And if you use um, the uh, the criteria that New Zealand rugby uses for, 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 for a female playing rugby, which basically means that they've actually touched the rugby ball once all year, then that jumps, then that doubles again for netball. So look, um, the numbers are a problem. My club, um, why he tried to put the women's women's team together this season and couldn't do it. I've heard other um, head coaches in the Farrah Palmer Cup mention that yes, numbers are a problem at the club level. And that whilst the, um, uh, the, the, the news is all positive, in the media, which I think is a good thing. It helps grow by being positive. Um, that uh, look, there are issues around building that base and having enough players so that you have that building the bottom of the pyramid. Here, New Zealand rugby. Uh, the part of this article also mentioned that that's the work, that's the job of the provinces and the clubs. So they basically abdicated that to we'll build the top of the top of the pyramid and not worry about the bottom, which is just like, geez, hello. <laughs> if you don't have, if you're going to build on sand, folks. It's not going to work long term. So um, clearly, they have to get the top of the pyramid working because we already know the professional competitions in England and France uh, and the Black Ferns will get left behind if they don't have um, if they don't build similar things here. But yeah. that doesn't mean you can ignore the base of the pyramid. Mm. Paul, just um, um, Paul, we should probably touch on the this hundredth test. It's important, obviously, for the men's game. There was a lot of. Um, press that went into the 100th game between the Springboks and the All Blacks, and I think we should do it the the, the same justice. And I, listen, I think it's great that they're playing. And this 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 English team, obviously a, a team that they beat in the final of the, of the last World Cup, so I'm I'm actually pumped for this. I think this English, England team will not be easy to beat. They always are always very, very drilled in the forwards. And from what I understand, they've got a lot of pace in the back division. Um, and that's something that the, this Black Ferns team, whilst they're, you, you asked before what success 
looks like. Of course, we always ask to get a win, but you know, a lot of it. There's a lot of younger player players that they're taking on this too. Like for somebody like Renee Holmes, for for example, if she gets a a start and start in the test, you just want some of these younger players to to stand up and show that they're actually ready for for Test Match Rugby. I'm actually quite excited about it. I don't know what I'm more excited about, Paul, the All Blacks-Wales game or the England-Black um, Ferns game on the weekend. Well, I'm more excited about the Bay of Plenty game that I actually get to go to. Uh, so, <laughs> I'll be honest. Look, the Black Ferns game is at 3.30am on uh, Monday morning. Um, so, look, it's a hard one to watch because obviously a lot of us got to go to work on Monday. Um, but, um, but yes, uh, so we'll definitely be catching up on that one um, at some point, though, folks, um, Tuesday we uh, of next week, we've got uh, the USA taking on Canada in the women's game as well. So a couple of uh, games uh, going on in the women, in women's international rugby um, this coming weekend or next week um, in some ways. Um, the, there was also a book coming out. Um, there have been 222 black firms, apparently, uh, and um, someone has gone around, uh, a writer has gone around and um, tried to meet all 222. So congratulations, well done to her for achieving that. Um, and uh, that book is, I don't know if it's come out or it's coming out, um, but it sounds like a cracking uh, journey that, uh, that that person has been on um, to meet all those play, all those wonderful players. Um, Joshua Scott mentions that uh, Willis Halaholo has tested positive for Wales. What he means there is that Willis Halaholo has tested positive for COVID. For, um, and is a well and it's a Welsh international player um uh so um yes yeah, so unfortunately yeah he's not going to be available obviously for um this one um he says uh, curious as he would have been double jabbed as well as a mandate yes look uh being double jabbed doesn't mean you don't can't catch covid uh, it does reduce it means that you recover from it much quicker and so you won't have covid for as long and it means you won't go into hospital it's very means you're very unlikely to end up in icu or in hospital so that's why you should get get vaccinated, folks. Yes, the vaccine doesn't stop you from getting it, but you recover much, much quicker um, and reduces the uh, the amount the, the length of time you've got it for. So you might only have it like for a few hours or even a day. Um, so um, look, uh, do get vaccinated, folks. Um, it's a shame that um, that Willis Halaholo has tested positive. But Gonstein, I'm just curious. Um... Um, I'm not too sure if you've actually done the podcast with the attacking scrum, Paul. When are you when are you due to do that, or have you done it already? Uh, so I have done my the podcast with the attacking scrum. So my, the, the one I did for them will come out from from there on on Thursday. The one that I did with Jed, looking forward at the Welsh team, will come out tonight at eight pm. I, I, so I'm just that, I'm just curious to to wonder how they actually pronounced Willis Hallo Hallo Did it actually sound something like Willis Hallo Hallo? Um, no, he's. <laughs> Jed is Jed has uh, got 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 a uh, has got a very soft Welsh accent. Um, oh, so, um, it sounds so no, very, yes. it sounds very Welsh when you say it like that. We um, he... <laughs> I'll be honest. Look, he did play for the Hurricanes, so I had to go and look him up. I didn't realise it. He's not he's not someone that actually that registered on my radar as a, as a player over here in New Zealand. To be honest with you, um, he yeah Willis Willis actually just grew up just around the corner from. From he played for the suburbs, coming up here in, in, in Auckland. But hey, good on him. You know, it's something that we don't worry about too much now. You know, opportunities take players wherever they wherever they go in the world. Yeah, no, absolutely. And look, it's uh, I, I did joke with uh, with Jed that look, um, when the All Blacks played Munster, um, the uh, New Zealand players within the Munster side did a hacker back at um, the uh, the All uh, the All Blacks. So uh, should Gareth Anscombe, Willie Salaholo, and uh, Johnny McNichol 
do a hacker, do a hacker back to the All Blacks uh, in their Welsh jerseys. Um, I think that, that that would be cracking. No, that that, that would break the internet <laughs> if they did that. Um, so yeah, so shame about that. Will it, uh, we, offer, we, we, we hope Willis Halahoda gets uh, gets well as quickly as possible and is back into rugby. Go the, ch the challenge has been laid down by Paul Baines at New Zealand Sport Radio. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's that one. Uh, moving on, then um, what else have we got? Um, uh, there's uh, a head impact study has finished or, or has collected the data uh, down there uh, down in. Um, uh, in, in Otago, um, which um, uh, is uh, great to see. What they've had is mouth guards with um, chips in them, um, and um, they uh, have had cross-reference 40,000 head impacts um, with 400 hours worth of video footage, as uh, 623 athletes have um, from both male and female, from under 13 grades all the way through to MPC um, and Otago University um, have uh, gone through this study. So uh, it's great to see, look, a lot of studies around the uh, physical well-being of people are done on pro athletes. Now, clearly, and then extrapolated to, um, uh, to, to, to the rest of the population, clearly we're not built like pro athletes. Um, so hence, uh, uh, health stuff done on them doesn't necessarily work for us. And so good to see that they've done it from under 13 all the way through uh, and used uh, both club players and professional players as well. It'll be interesting to see what comes out of that study. Um, but good to see there's more 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 research going into um, head impacts. But we do know that a head impact is not good for you, probably. Um, the only question is, are the smaller head impacts that are multiple also bad for you? That's really what I think we need to look at um, going forwards. Paul, Paul, I'm um, just going to say, Paul, I was just going to say, this is just great to see this sort of ongoing research. It's it's really important. I think you know, if it, if, if technology, I, I still think we're in the early days of this. Um, and, I, and I think if te technology can can pick up these sort of things early, we can maybe look at other ideas of making the game safer. I mean, it's like we've seen the little tweaks in and in, 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 in and around the head contact. You know, there are probably a lot of old school people who who, who thought when we we started going down this this path, oh, the games the game's getting soft. But in in reality, you want to make it you want to make it safe more than anything else. So you can, you can say to a mother and a father who's got a youngster playing the code, that they can, can feel completely safe and the laws of the game look after them. Yep, no, absolutely. Um, we've, we've also seen other studies where they've had patches behind the ear um, to, uh, to, to to record this. Unfortunately, I've not ever seen the results or ever heard results from um, those games. Um, so, uh, yeah, it would be good to see. Uh, to, uh, good, hopefully we'll see some results from this. Uh, and and learn something from it. Um, it'll be adding to the data. I don't expect this to be a con conclusive um, piece of research by any stretch. Um, final thing is that the Blues have uh, extended the contracts of three players, sorry, four players, um, Josh Goodhue, uh, Tom Robinson, Harry Plummer, and Stephen Perifetta have all re-signed um, for the Blues um, with... Um, uh, Perifetta and Goodhue have extended just for one more year to 2022, um, whereas uh, Tom Robinson and um, Harry Plummer have extended to 2023 um, with their contracts. So, um, look, I mean, four, four players that I think are, are, are 
uh, a key pieces to that Blues Super Rugby franchise. Um, I know that Sir Harry Plummer doesn't have a, have the best um, reputation with the Blues fans, um, but um, look, he turned out for the Blues in the twelve and the ten jersey quite a lot last year. Uh, so uh, look, I mean, for, I mean, four key players. Um, good to see them getting resigned, basically. <clears throat> yeah, really good. I think with 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 Harry Plummer, I think the Blues have <clears throat> put enough. In, they've put so much investment into into Plummer. I think they probably want to carry on carry on with that. And for 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 Plummer, they'll probably see what he's able to produce over the next couple of years. One player I'm really excited about though, Stephen Perifeta. He has been in stellar form during the uh, 2021 Bunnings uh, NPC. Absolutely love the way that he's played and just looks an absolute weapon for Taranaki at the moment. He's just linked in with those brilliant outside backs that they've got. On Tom Robinson, yeah, no surprise there. It's probably He's probably, in their eyes, maybe a long-term skipper for the Blues with having with Patrick Tupulotu having, having gone on uh, sabbatical. And uh, Josh, Josh Goodhue has shown um, some really good leadership and more consistency in his game for the uh, Northland Tanifa in uh, 2021, and more importantly, no head knocks. Yeah, I mean that's, that's a, for just both Josh Goodhue and Tom and uh, Tom Robinson. Yeah, the head knocks thing is is, is an issue. Um, for Perifeta, you've got to say, just a, a super rugby season with him not injured would be nice to see. Um, he, he, look, we, we've um, uh, there's he, he's been around uh, since 2017 for the Blues, but he has picked up hardly any caps. Uh, considering how long he's been there, purely through injury. Um, and uh, imagine uh, with having Bowden Barrett at 10 and him at 15 and their ability to switch places um, will cause a lot of teams um, issues uh, if they if uh, if he can have uh, his time on there. Look, he's someone that when he came through as a teenager um, was someone that could have been on the kind of the All Blacks track in the same way that Joshuani was. Joshuani didn't get the injuries and got the, got a good call up Perifetta. Um, got injuries, didn't get the opportunity, uh, wasn't in that position. So, uh, look, I think he's a, he's a guy with a lot of potential, um, and uh, let, let's uh, let, yeah, let's hope he just gets a, um, a, a, a what do you call it, a, an injury-free season um, there. Um, only still only um, oh, well, I'm trying to find his age. It's not on here. Um, but anyway, um, he made his debut at 19. So what he's mm. been there for four years. So he's still in his early twenties, still got plenty yeah. of time. Whereas um, I'm a bit surprised that Tom Robinson is 27. Wow, a bit older yeah, than I yeah. thought. And 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 same thing. He's had a, had his fair share of fair share of injuries over the years. So you know, he might have just might have just missed missed the boat there. Interesting with these uh, Super Rugby squads. Of course, they're always sort of named the first week of November. If we look at the calendar. At the at the moment, we may be expecting uh, these Super Rugby teams out by this time next week, if not next week, the following week. So uh, you know, there's plenty of talk about certain player movement happening at the moment. I know um, the the Blues have obviously got to replace a couple of those locks um, from uh, from the 20, uh, uh, 20 squad. Of course, the locks of Patrick Tui Tui Piloto, uh, uh, Garrett. Uh, Jared Kelly uh, Tioti is headed offshore. In a... Oops, and unfortunately we've uh, lost Stephen there. Yeah, we expect to see those um, next week, uh, which uh, a bit of a shame that uh, the that players in Kenny's Manukau, North Harbour and Auckland haven't been able to state a better case through MPC, obviously. Uh, and um, 
also that uh, there are some later games as well that uh, that won't get taken into account as part of um, those signings. But I think I mean, the other the other space that um, I think we're looking at is that we know that uh, the Hurricanes um, have uh, uh, will have a um, of looking around for another scrum half because Jamie Booth has injured himself again um, down there. So yeah, you're right. There's a, there's, a, there's a few there's a few names a few spaces in the squads that will be really interesting when they do come out. Um, Stephen, thank you very much for joining me yet again for lockdown beers and and uh, rugby chats. We'll be back again at five pm tomorrow um, to go through the, uh, the the whatever news has come out over the past uh, next twenty four hours. Uh, we will be here at five pm every day apart from Saturday. Um, because basically I'll be at the rugby, um, so I can't host it on Saturday. Uh, but so otherwise, we'll be here every day. So do join us and um, stay safe, get vaccinated, and please follow um, your local laws. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.